We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 seconds. There's a whole burst to it. 20. Right step to tackle. Runs left. 25 still to feet. 10. 46 yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker, a high school quarterback, is going to throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo with my co-host, my partner in crime, Tommy Avance. We really got to get this intro fixed because Mike can't always make it. And Tommy, you're back pretty much full time, like on the podcast now. We got we got to fix that. I think we need a new song. Period. We got to get the new Super Bowl win in there. We got to get some other circle clips in there. I think it's time to make that happen. So, I don't know about you, Tommy, but any any potential leads so we can maybe hook this up? Some guys who know how to do some things and things. What do you think? Happy Wednesday, y'all! And you know what that means, mother. This <laughs> That's what's up. So hold on a minute. I just went through the whole verge, and you're all you're worried about is hump day. Hey, it's hump uh, day. Who doesn't I like hump day, buddy? I, I, yeah, I see where you're minded. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's we, we were talking not here. <laughs> we were talking about how tired we are right now. It's a uh, you know 5:30 p.m. on the West Coast and 8:30 where you're at on the East Coast. I've been up since 2:30 this morning. I don't know why I can't sleep, but. I'm exhausted, too. I'm right there with you, buddy. But we won't let you down today, folks. We're going to preview these Cowboys, and boy, am I nervous. Uh, Yeah. I I can say that I, 
I don't know. Because, you know, I think things have been a little bit negative on this show lately. If we're just going to talk straight facts about the Dallas Cowboys, right now they just got a better roster. That's all it really is. You know, when you're talking about wide receivers, running back, offensive line, playmakers on defense that are more cohesive right now. You got we have a lot of young guys who are who are just kind of finding their way. We don't have a whole lot of studs there just yet. I mean, you're probably a year or so away and go spend seventy five million dollars in cap money. But if you're looking at the Cowboys overall roster wise, they just got I mean, honestly more talent. I mean, that's just where they are right now. Two years ago, I'd say the Rams had more talent. Yeah, they do on paper, absolutely. And am I, you know, nervous for this game? Yeah, but in in a good way, if that makes sense. So I I I look forward to these games. I look forward to the 49er game. Um as well earlier because I wanted to see how well this team matched up against the better teams in the league. It seems like so far this season they played down the Rams have played down to their competition and up to their competition, which is weird. I don't know why anybody would do that. Just play your best games against every team, but whatever. So I'm interested in seeing this game for multiple reasons. One because what the Rams like to do on offense, the Cowboys defend really well. Okay. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic. The Cowboys have the best pass rush rate in the league right now. The best. Okay. And on top of that, their, their corner duo on the outside right now is the best in the NFL. And speaking of best in the NFL at corner through six games, it's not Stephon Gilmore. It's Deron Bland, the cornerback out of Fresno State on the Cowboys. He is number one in the league. Wild, right? Number it's one. Wild, but believable. He's good. I, I was a huge fan of his in the draft. The Cowboys took him. The Cowboys take a lot of players I like in the draft. As a matter of fact, when I was going over their roster before the show, something blew my mind. That I didn't realize. So there's a safety that I drafted in 2022 to go to the Rams in the seventh round. He is starting at middle linebacker for the Cowboys. He's a 205-pound safety from Florida Atlantic, I want to say. Anyways, I thought he was a bruiser down there, and and I liked his style. And he's playing linebacker, so they moved him down. I'm really excited to see this matchup because I liked him a lot in the draft. So that that was a a twist I was not expecting to see. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I think overall, anytime the Rams and Cowboys play, it's interesting to me. They've oh, for some, sure. They've had some really fun ones over the years. And I know a lot of people hate the Cowboys, but there's a, a slight affinity that I have for them because of the way Jerry Jones kind of put himself out there for the you know, for, for the whole move back to L.A. He was he was the one who advocated, really, in the NFL, across the NFL to put the team back in L.A. And I think yeah. it actually meant something. So there's there's a piece of me that, that you know, I know a lot of people hate him. Uh, I don't really feel that way about him at all. I think he's a consistent meddler of his team, which has made it hard for them to win consistently. But, yeah, it's your franchise, it's what you want. <laughs> but if we're talking about right now on the football field, 
you know, if you look at the rosters, there's a talent difference. There's a lot of things about about what about matchups right now that don't look real good for the Rams. But I also got to say this: I have zero confidence in, in in Mike McCarthy as a head coach of the Cowboys. None, none. So no, he doesn't. He doesn't move the needle for me at all. The 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 paradigm shift is happening in the NFL. The younger coaches are the new generation of coaches are coming in, and it started with McVay um, and Kyle Shanahan. And it's just steamrolled from there. So the younger generation is taking over. The old guard is slowly but surely getting weeded out of the league. Um, there is a shift, and I, and it's it's fun to watch. And the, the, some of the older guys are getting smoked. They're getting left in the dust, which is wild because Pete Carroll seems to still be uh, doing his thing, man. He's still getting it done. And I think maybe because he's he's not stubborn, you know? Well, he's always he's always been a guy. Pete Carroll has he's always been a guy who is able to kind of stay hip. Dude, I, mean, I swear this is the weirdest thing. I'm sorry, I don't mean to. Ugh. I'm looking at their roster, and it's like, dude, I can't believe how many players they have on their roster that I picked to be on the Rams at at some point in every draft. Like I have the I have the docs. Like Tyler Baidez, their starting center, I drafted to be our starting center a few years ago. Um, their fullback from North Dakota State, the rookie Hunter Lupecki, I drafted him in the seventh round this year to be a Ram. Uh, Marquise Bell drafted him in the seventh round two years ago to be a Ram. Dude, this is wild, man. Just wild how many players that Jerry Jones picked that I also picked for us. Crazy. Crazy stuff. Well, I mean, they they do draft well. That's one thing the they, Cowboys have done consistently in the last five six years. They draft well, and quite frankly, considering how good they draft, they should be better than they've been. And I look at stuff like Mike McCarthy, and that's the reason why. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the two reasons why they never can get over the top because it's not because they're not good at building a team. That's not the case. Jerry Jones biggest issues is hiring coaches like Mike McCarthy and uh, Jason Garrett sticking with them too long. He, his biggest um, fault is that he's too good of a person when it comes to his employees and his players. And that's not a bad thing for the people that work for him and the people that play for him. Okay. Because he always, gives extension to his players that he drafts even like for instance Dak Prescott Dak Prescott is a mid quarterback dude he really is he's not going to get you over the top but but Jerry treats him as if he's his son and if I was a player on the Cowboys I'd be pumped because job security is a thing in this franchise I mean there's a lot of guys that have been on this team for a long time that have gotten paid, that he just takes care of his guys. He's just he's just one of those those guys. You would think he would be like a big old jerk, but he's not. He's a big old teddy bear. He he drafted the running back from Kansas State, Deuce Vaughn, this year, and their scout, their head scout, is his is his dad. So I mean, I don't know if you watched that whole thing during the draft where they 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 went to the camera in Dallas and and he he looks at the father and he's like, hey. 
I think we're going to, you know, draft your son here. You want to make the call? I mean, it's just like feel good story after feel good story. This guy does these types of things. You know what I mean? It's pretty awesome. But that's his that's his downfall, because if he wanted to win a Super Bowl, he'd go get a better quarterback. You know, I mean, I'm sure he wants to win a Super Bowl. Don't get me wrong. But Jerry also knows that he has the most loyal fan base in the league, in my opinion. I mean, they're not going anywhere. They haven't won a Super Bowl since I was in high school, and I'm 45 years old. And the fans are just there. You know? I mean, I think it doesn't. It's almost like they don't even. Yeah, they don't need. The fans may be hungry, but it's not like they're going to stop showing up because of it. You know? So it's almost like they can get away with, you know, winning nine to 12 games every year, going to the playoffs and, and, and losing. And, and, doesn't make a difference. Doesn't matter. Their their fans are still going to show up. They're still going to support the team. He ha he has like his his franchise. He has everything on lock when it comes to that stuff. It's crazy. Well, they, they've been doing that for years. Yep, they've been doing that for years. And who's ever going to say differently? You know, they just that this is how they roll. Oh, they roll. Yeah. This team's right. deep. Before we get more into them, let's talk about prize picks real quick. They are the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They're easy. It's the most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against numbers. And instead of battling other players, pros and sharks, doesn't matter. It's just you picking more than or less than two to six player staff projections. And you just, hopefully you watch the wings roll in. It's the most fun I know we've had. Tommy, I know you've had a blast with it. It's a great way in that way just to actually just play against yourself. Test your skills. And then you can turn 10 bucks and 250 in just a few taps. It's simple to play. So what you do is you go on there and we'll have a promo code. We'll give it to you in a second. You get logged in and right away you have options. You go to the daily board, for example. Today's daily board has for for quarterback play, for example, Baker Mayfield over or under. 228.5 yards against the Buccaneers on, on Thursday night. Tell me which, one you, which way you going? Under. Under? Um, yeah. I'm going I'm going under. Josh Allen, 262.5 over under. Over. I'm going over as well. Here's CJ Stroud, 239.5 at home against Carolina. Mm, that's a tough one. Uh, that's a coin flip. Jeez. But if I'm flipping the coin, uh, over. My, I'll go over. I'm going over as well. Any other other game, other quarterback in the game, Bryce Young, 231.5 against Houston. Under. I'm going, I'm going under. So there's just some examples for you. And the, I got I to gotta admit, it's fun. It's But you better know your stuff. And you got to rely a little bit on chance, but it's a great opportunity to have a good blast. They offer promotions like Taco Tuesday, where you get price picks discounts, lifting 25% of player projections off. And it gives you more value. They offer Apple Pay. And hey, by the way, they offer all kinds of other goodies as well. So if you want this opportunity, go have some fun. Go to pricepicks.com forward slash Rams Talk. Use the code Rams Talk for your first deposit match up to 100 bucks. One more time, go to pricepicks.com forward slash Rams Talk. And use the code RAMSTALK for a first deposit match up to $100. 
Prize picks. Daily fan sports made easy. Here's a word from our sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, so we're talking coaching staff. We're talking about the organization itself. Let's get in there about the players. I know you mentioned get a better quarterback, Dak Prescott. I know that a lot of folks are downing him right now, but he's still their unquestioned number one. Cooper, Cooper Rush, and then Trey Lance is, is the number three there on the de- on the depth chart. I don't think there's any chance of him being benched or, or anything like that. He's just he's just kind of there. He's got a decent arm. He's reasonably mobile, but he's never quite taken that leap into the next echelon of quarterbacks. And every time you think he's about to do that, he falls on his face. So against this Rams defense, against this Rams secondary and pass rush, uh, how do you view Prescott for this game? It's hard to tell. Um, after watching our secondary last week, I'm nervous. <laughs> I mean, they let Kenny Pickett get after it. That was very – I thought we were going to pop those guys in the mouth and get a W. So – but they played down to their competition a little bit last week. Hopefully they play up to their competition this week and dial up some pressure. They're not I gotta go back and look at some tape from this year, but I don't we don't blitz very often at all, do we? No, we don't. I mean, not even a little bit. You and, would and- think that they would dial up some pressure with the lack of star power on our defensive line outside of Aaron Donald. 
I think they've been doing it more. Looking at the frequency, it appears at least on surface value that they are starting to increase that. But if you look again, going back to that soft zone, you know, a soft zone becomes really soft if you're not getting pressure up front. If you're over relying on that, then you're going to give Prescott all day to throw and you're going to give CeeDee Lamb all day to get open. It's a no brainer. That's what's going to happen. So there needs to be some kind of adjustment there because if you think that, that Pickens and Johnson took advantage of the Rams secondary on Sunday, what do you see what CeeDee Lamb does with a better quarterback in Dak Prescott? Yeah. And, and I, by no means am I saying Dak is a bad quarterback. He's just not good enough to get you over the top. He, and he's proved that in his whole career. He's not good enough. You know, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you either, these are the two things that you need to do. You need to get a new quarterback or you need to get a more innovative coach that could take advantage of the talent on this roster. And Dak Prescott is good enough to play quarterback in the NFL at a high level if you have an innovative coach uh, like Mike McDaniel from uh, the Dolphins, per se, or, you know, someone who's just thinks a little bit more outside the box than the basic stuff that we're seeing in, in Dallas right now. I think they're doing Dak a disservice, in my opinion. I think that the team could be better on offense if they had a better coach. You agree? Yes. I mean, again, I'm not real sold on. I'm more than not sold on Mike McCarthy over there. So yeah, he's. I think Mike McCarthy is claim to fame is that he coached the quarterbacks that he coached, right? Yeah, but if, <laughs> I think coach, you know, uh, coaches sometimes get too much credit for just falling into Hall of Fame quarterbacks. In my opinion, you know, I, I can go back to a couple interviews we had, you know, in the early years of our podcast with. You know, so some of the guys covering the Packers over or the uh, the Pirates League podcast, and and you asked them about if we asked them about McCarthy, they would be straight with you. And, and at that, you know, at that point in time, Aaron Rodgers. I know people have their issues with Aaron Rodgers, but you know, it was it was very clear that Aaron Rodgers was not connecting with McCarthy because McCarthy was too too vanilla. He yeah. wasn't taking the same risks. And and I think if you look at the the film of the Cowboys right now, you don't see them doing anything that you know, risky. You're, you're very conservative. There's nothing. I mean, let me put better worry into it. There's nothing innovative. And no. just as we were complaining last show about Sean McVay not being as innovative as he was, you know, when he first came up, Mike McCarthy hasn't been innovative for years. He's, he's same old, same old stuff. And so the Cowboys are just doing same old, same old stuff. And against most teams, they can get away with it because they have good talent. But, that's why they're crash and burn against the against you know the power squads, the good squads, and and they'll crash and burn occasionally against teams like the Cardinals. Yeah, I, and then look if you flip over to the you know our offense versus their defense. I mean, you could look at the Cowboys' depth chart on their defensive line, and their second string defensive line is better than some starting defensive lines in the NFL. That's how deep this team is. <laughs> Yeah, very deep. And and they've done it's a good brutal. job there. They have. And I'm uh we're gonna our offensive line is really going to get a test this week. And Sean, uh, 
you got to protect Matt, especially this week. This is the you got Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence, bro. Come on, man. Don't get my guy killed out there. Don't none of with the five wide receiver looks, please. Enough with that nonsense. Just we go as Stafford goes. Stafford goes down, we go down. So protect him with your life, man. Yes. And protect them yes. timeouts with your life too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Establish the running game, dude. Yes. That's, that's Our running happen. backs. Uh, I want to see, get, you know, give Daryl his opportunities. Give Royce his opportunities. Hell, give Zach some carries. I want this game. I want to see this game like 35 plus carries. I want you to wear down that defensive line for Dallas so that when it is time to pass the ball, they're just going to be exhausted. You know, we need to, in this game, we need to establish a run to create a passing game. If you do the opposite, they're going to, you're going to have a problem. A real problem. Big problem. But I'm excited. And I'm excited for a 10 a.m. West Coast kickoff. We don't get very many of those anymore. 20 years in St. Louis, I watched a lot of football at 10 a.m. On the West Coast, so sometimes it's nice to get up early and get a get the game out the way. I'm not gonna watch the whole game because I'm leaving. My son has two birthday parties to go to this weekend with his little buddies, so I'll probably be leaving in the middle of the third quarter. But I'm gonna record it so I could finish the game and watch, you know, watch it on my phone or whatever the rest of it. But that way I can, you know, we could talk about it next week. But I'm probably not gonna watch the whole game. No, you'll catch up. I know you'll catch up before our post game pod. What you're gonna do? Yeah, well, I won't be on the post game this week. Well, I think you will be. I think we're gonna make sure you're there. You think so? Is Mike gonna be there? <laughs> I hope so. He's finished. You gotta up get the, the three. The three musketeers haven't been together in a while. The band has got to get together. It feels like forever, ever, ever. So, go, going back here, looking at. This Rams running game right now, and you you express some, you know, some very strong feelings concerning Daryl Henderson, and now you have Freeman, who I think ran very well. And keeping that in mind, I think you and I are both in agreement. Freeman should be the top guy. I do. Um, he won't be, but I think he should be. He should be. Sean, um, being the type of person that he is, he's not very trusting. There's a reason why he brought Henderson back because he was on the team for a long time and he trusts him in pass pro and, and stuff like that. That, That's when something happens to his team where he needs someone, he'll go into the, the, his little black address book. That's what he does. He always brings back players. He used to have, um, I, I, I'm not necessarily the kind of person that, you know, when I dump my girlfriend to open the black book and look backwards, you know, I like to move forward. That's just kind of my mentality in life in general. And even with my football team. So I'm not going to look backwards. I'm going to look at what I have already and just move the depth chart up. So, um, putting Royce Freeman ahead of Zach Evans on the depth chart was the right move. Um, he's more obviously a veteran. Zach is a rookie still learning the ropes and whatnot. I didn't think we needed to go out and get um, Daryl Henderson. I really, I really didn't. But that's just that's just me, though. Doesn't mean 
He's not going to help us. He's going to help us. He knows our team. He knows our scheme. And he'll he'll do he'll be serviceable. He's not going to be a game breaker or anything, but hopefully he hits the holes this week with a little more patience. I mean, he never really did that before, but I'm just crossing my fingers. Can you can you slow down a little bit? Can you go watch some film of Le'Veon Bell? Go watch some tape on Le'Veon Bell. Watch how patient that guy was. Man, that guy would get the ball and he would stop. I don't know if you ever noticed that, but he would stop and start. He would stop, look, and go. And I never seen anything like it. It was super impressive to me. And he always seemed to get positive yards, and he was super patient. Well, that's why he you was know? so good, though. When he when he was at his peak, he was. That's why he was so good. I've never seen a running back get the ball and just stand there for a second, just a second, and then take off. It was wild. And and Henderson is the opposite. He gets the ball and he's zero to sixty like a Ferrari and hitting hitting poor uh, Coleman Shelton and or. <laughs> Or uh, Dotson in the back. <laughs> like, I'd be pissed. Like, dude, can you stop hitting me in the back, bro? Like, that hurts a lot. Yeah. Nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless. Jeez. <laughs> All right. I'm out of gas. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm ready to go uh, Go get some Zs. Follow us on Twitter. Talk Rants. Follow. F- follow. <laughs> follow Tommy. I, <laughs> are we allowed to be a human on the show? Just be real tired. You today. I'm, I'm, t- I'm, I'm forgetting names. You know, an old man. Back when I was 20 years old, I remembered your name. No, nah, I'm 44 and can't remember your flipping name. And I've been buddies for years. Tommy at Ram Tommy in LA, me at DC Apollo. We didn't get any emails, by the way, about what we podcasted. I, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, well, I'll tell you this. So we're talking about the situation at SoFi. I have gotten a lot of private DMs to my Twitter account this week. On top of that, I have people reaching out to me from news outlets. Um, one, um, San Diego, um, Channel 4, or NBC Channel 7, San Diego. So. hmm um, there's, and I also coincidentally, I, well, I started a change.org petition and put it out there and, and I keep retweeting it. A bunch of people have already signed it. I'm going to keep it going. And the funny thing is, is 24 hours after I started this rant, I got a interesting follow. Okay. The follow, let me find, let me find it. Well, anyways, it's the. It's a Rams employee that is in charge of marketing. And they followed me and their account is private. And I followed them back waiting for them to approve it. And I'm sure the reason she followed me is because she probably wants to DM me. And the only way you can do that is if you follow each other. So things are moving faster than I thought. I mean, this to me was a marathon, not a sprint. I'm not looking for any results overnight. I don't care how long this takes. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care if it takes a year um, or more. I'm going to keep getting after it until there is change. 
because that's the only way you can get anything done is just by being persistent, you know? Yep. I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to keep working. Now, for the record, for, if in case any of you are, are kind of like, what's he talking about? Go go back and check the last episode. There's a full detailed explanation as to what, what our, our boy here is talking about. Overall, the reality is there's been some issues over at the stadium before games, after games, especially after games, even during games, and the problem is needs solved. It just it's, needs solved. It's becoming very dangerous, and I don't want – I won't – and I don't know why you people don't understand this. I get, I'm getting people replying to my tweets saying – Oh, I've, you know, I've been in there and I haven't had any issues and this or that. It's like, why, why would you even reply saying that? I mean, to, to even combat what I'm trying to accomplish, which is protect women and children. Nobody should even be trying to combat it at all. They should just be saying, bro, thank you. Because that's all I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to protect people's children. God forbid a little kid gets hurt because there's a huge brawl and they end up in the hospital or worse. I couldn't live with myself and I don't know how anybody could. It makes me sick that grownups are acting this way and we need to knock it off and I won't stop until it gets better. So if you want to sign the, if you want to sign the change.org petition, where do people go to find it? Follow me on. Twitter at Ram Tommy in LA. I will pin it to my profile. There you go. Pin it to the profile. There we go. All right, folks. We're going to make the call. Tommy, final thoughts. Who's going to take this on Sunday? Man, I think the Cowboys are going to win, but I, I think we can win too. We just have to. Simple as this. Because we're a young team, we have to limit the bonehead mistakes, and we can't have our stars making the mistakes. No interceptions, no, you know, Cooper Cup, two, seven targets, two catches, 29 yards. We're not going to win if our stars don't pull their weight, period. Aaron Donald needs to get after the quarterback. I don't care if they got to go back to putting him um, at wide nine, like they did against the Colts. I don't know why they don't do it more because when you put him at wide nine, uh, they can't double or, or triple team him at all. He's one-on-one with, with the tackles and he just blows by them. Like they're standing still. He was embarrassing Blake Freeland in that game. So the fact that we don't have a pass rush and the fact that the, our defensive coordinator is not being innovative with our roster and our coach is not being innovative with his play calling. They're killing us. The, the, we have players. These, these kids can play football. So move some people around, try something different. What do you have to lose? Right? Well, I would def I would definitively say you have they have to establish the run at all costs early in this game. Yep. Hundred percent. If they don't, it's gonna be an L. The, the 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 window of opportunity for the Rams here is smarter than the Cowboys one. They they have a much they have much less room for error. Yeah. And, you know, one of that means wearing down that athletic Cowboys defense and to keep Pollard and C.D. Lamb off the field. This is this is this is the formula we've 
we've gone over the formula ad nauseum since week one. It's been very clear how the Rams need to win games. So can they win? Yes. Are the odds in their favor? No. No. But there is a path to winning. This is not this is not like, you know, the Eagles the Eagles path was harder than this path. The the Niners path harder than this path. The, the Cowboys are beatable. The Cardinals proved. So and the Cardinals are a worse team than the Rams are. Yeah. That's the bottom line. All right, folks. Gall, you got all the info now. For Tommy and the entire team here, we're out of here. See you Sunday.